This week, Caleb talks about a YouTuber that you probably haven't heard of. And Danny makes a joke about the most popular YouTuber in the world. Yep, this is our show now. The Gospel Outpost presents Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb. And we are nobody, nobody special. special. Uh, we have a, um, I don't know if I can call it a fun show lined up for today. Here's the deal. We're talking about a YouTuber. Yep. Yep. Um, and I know a lot of you at this point have pressed stop. Come on back. Uh, no, we're you know, talking <laughs> about a, uh, a YouTuber today. I know we would normally take this time to goof about the movies coming out, but frankly, yeah. I checked and there's nothing coming. Is there anything coming out? Um, yes. There's Guardians of the Galaxy. No, like soon. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. Logan. I'll give Kong. you Logan. I'll give you Logan. <laughs> when does Guardians come out? I actually have no idea. I just know it's three soon. Three months. Three months. No way. No way. Or four podcasts from now. So I'm sure we'll definitely <laughs> talk about those at some point, but. As most people uh, know, or if not, um, PewDiePie is a famous uh, YouTuber who made the news because he got accused of being anti-Jewish. And why are we talking about this is, um, you know, I was thinking about it because at first I thought this is this is a news story and it's stupid, so we're not going to yeah. talk about it. But then, you know, the more I thought about it, it's a little, I mean, this is, you know, it's a cultural piece that's going on. Yeah. I'd say that. YouTube is there. There's plenty of people going on it for a lot of random stuff. And so, you know, the whole point of this podcast is to ask, where is God in the cultural space? Yeah. So we're going to talk about PewDiePie. Yep. Now, all right, you know, prior to getting into it, do you enjoy PewDiePie? Like, I haven't gone through a ton of his stuff. Yes, I've been watching him for, I'm going to say, Two years now, mm -hmm. not like every day or anything like that, but you know, uh -huh. I've watched a lot of his videos. Yes, I am subscribed. Mm -hmm. You subscribed? Yes. So, do you feel as if you're a, uh, a faceless number? I mean, because he has like what fifty-eight uh, yeah, million subscribers. Is that right? Um. Yes. Yeah. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's yeah. I feel pretty pretty faceless. faceless That's usually yeah. how you feel. Though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so like you know, I I haven't been you know full disclosure. I don't go on his channel often. I occasionally end up there because it gets somehow tied to things I am going through, and it'd be like up oh, next a thing from PewDiePie. And like just being honest, I I don't get past the point of him going PewDiePie. I don't know why. <laughs> I just like something about that because that he doesn't you know do his whole thing like hi everyone I'm PewDiePie. Like he doesn't do that. He has a normal voice but he does the whole yeah. I'm PewDiePie and then kind of does his hands <laughs> that I am actually doing as as Caleb and I are taping this and I've realized it's an <laughs> audio format and that it's totally lost on everyone in here but um like what kind of stuff does his channel do um he's a gamer um mainly he does some pretty pretty weird stuff um recently in the not gaming videos, but you you know mainly he sticks to gaming and you know just making jokes, mm -hmm. having fun. But mm -hmm. yeah. And how often does he post? 
Um, I have no idea. I I would say it's safe to say either every day or like every two every days. Every day he's putting out and editing something. Well, he has an editor. I know that. Much. Oh, he does have an editor. Thank God, because that's a yeah. That's a lot of. I mean, that's a lot to you know be churning out content. So for like in in the span of a, uh, a year, he's putting out about three hundred and sixty different things. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping he takes a vacation or holiday in there. Does he? Yeah. So yeah. the um he had a holiday um a little while ago. I mean, actually, it was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. But he he just makes the videos ahead of time. Because uh -huh. it's not like you only so have to make one on video. His daily posting. <laughs> yeah. I'll do two today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he'll like do um a bunch of videos and then he'll just post them all. Is there? I can't imagine having to do one video a day. I mean, even our like podcast, you know, which I enjoy doing, a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. um, I think total, after all is said and done, we're looking at like three, three, three hours total, I'd say. Um, yeah. Including planning, scheduling, that kind of stuff, you know, typing stuff out. And three hours is not a, a, a long time, but, you know, I think a big part is because I've been very adamant. I plan on doing very little editing to this. So if we don't get it the first time, <laughs> uh, then you're coming along to our loving uh, 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 listeners. You're joining us. And I mean, I have a speech impediment. I could go back and edit that out, but I just don't care. Is that the right <laughs> word? Like, I just don't care. I have a speech impediment. People, it happens. Yeah. Um, people have speech impediments. I think it would be kind of insulting to go back and, and, and edit, edit it out, yeah. you know. At that, so I can't really imagine, you know, going through the types of cuts and edits and quality things that he does for every day. So that's yeah. a good amount of stuff going on. So, um, you know, but I mean, he started off as a gaming podcaster, or not podcaster, uh, uh, YouTuber, right? Yes, gaming. Mm -hmm. Like, what kind of games? Um, he does a lot of stuff. So I think he started out with like Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, he does a wide variety. Happy Wheels is one of his popular ones. Happy Wheels. <laughs> um, it's like a whole other conversation of podcast right there. <laughs> but yeah, just a bunch of stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Gotcha. So, all right, I may have to go check him out after this just to check, you know, more than five seconds I get in before. Yeah, just skip but, through it. <laughs> yeah, I'll just power through or you know mute it for the first five seconds. But um, <laughs> so all right, I've I've gone through a few of the articles. Apparently, uh, the thing that happened is he put out this video, kind of making fun of Fiverr. You know, this uh, uh, website that um, it's possible to hire a person to be, to do basically anything for five dollars. Yeah. And, and he was trying to push the boundaries of things people. And I think they were. Oh, I really don't want to get this wrong. They were in Africa, correct? Just trying to get the five dollars. I think. I have no idea. I can't oh, oh yeah, I don't even think they were stateside. It was just they were yeah. trying to to push boundaries and see, hey, um, you know, if I give them five dollars, can I make them, you know, do this? And so I kind of pushed it a little bit, pushed it a little bit more. And and this is a guy that makes like fifty million dollars a year, so he can, uh, you know, he can spot a fiver for a YouTube bit, you yeah. know, like I do a fiber and I got to like seriously think about, okay, do I really, you know, like, <laughs> is this, this is $5 I might need for lunch tomorrow. <laughs> Subway's at the office. We're getting that. Um, so apparently he had gotten to the point that he, uh, 
you know, I think he hired people to, in front of a camera, hold up a sign that says, uh, death to all the Jews. Yes, and he also did one with a guy that dresses up as Jesus and says stuff to um, say that Hitler did nothing wrong. And, you know. Ah, the old internet yeah. joke of Hitler did nothing <laughs> yeah. wrong. So, um, in, in the... Uh, Wall Street Journal picked up on this. They kind of decided, hey, I mean, oh, oh, this is a guy that's connected to Disney and has his own show on uh, YouTube Red, I think yeah. it is, mm -hmm. where he goes in places and pretends to be scared by things he know are fake. <laughs> know it's fake. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. So, and at that point, because that came out, it was like, oh, PewDiePie put out an anti Semitic thing, and and so both of these things dropped him, right? Yeah. It's, okay, so I mean, there there's a lot in there, and a lot of different perspectives, and people have gone off on both ends on that. So, how do we move forward from this point? You know, I mean, because there's a lot of stuff in there. Yeah. 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 I think it'll be interesting. We have two different perspectives. See, I watch PewDiePie. I know his type of jokes and stuff, and you're sort of on the outside of things, so we, it should be interesting. But, yeah, we'll see. So I'm on the outside. Um, not the, that's... <laughs> you are, we have what? different perspectives, I should say. Pardon us, we're going to take say. a commercial break and go fight. <laughs> no, go ahead, we're not actually going to fight. I would lose. Um, <laughs> no, but, like... Why is this a bad thing? Is it a bad thing? Like, can't is it okay that he said that? Like, I mean, you know, there's a lot of different perspectives on this. You, I don't watch PewDiePie. What thoughts do you have about this? Because, like, I, I mean, I'm kind of, you know, to an extent, I'm a bit torn on this issue. Yeah. So, me, I I know how, um, you know, PewDiePie jokes around, and so looking at, looking at, you know holding up, you know, death to all Jews signs, like hiring people to do that. Of course it's wrong, but, you know, he was, I think that the media companies, they do take it out of context. And so they, they just took it as, oh, look, he's hiring people to, um, you know, hold up these signs saying um, death to all Jews. But really, he's just making a joke, um, seeing how far that these people will go. Although, you know, he may be taking it too far in some of his jokes, which he, he like, often does, but, you know, I don't think that he was meaning to have any sort of hate or, mm -hmm. you know, death to all Jews. I don't think he's anti-Semitic mm -hmm. at all. Man, okay, sure, I get that. On the other side, he definitely said that thing. He, he definitely... You know, as a fact, he hired a person to hold up a sign that's a death to all Jews. Yes, he did. Yes. So how do you, you take that into consideration about this whole thing? I mean, because, you know, this whole thing is a mess. Yes. Um, now, now, granted, he has $50 million a year still. Like, that's not including his Disney contracts or anything else. So uh, me thinks he'll be fine. Um, <laughs> but still, though... It, it does kind of stink to be called a thing that you're definitely not. Yeah. So, like, at what point does a joke go too far? I think that this definitely 
was too far, although it was a joke. Um, in my personal opinion, I think that he did go too far. But I just keep in mind that um, knowing his joke style, um, mm -hmm. that I think that he still, um, he wasn't really meaning it, although it did happen. He did hire people to say that. Right. But. Right. All right, but, like, at what point is a statement okay because it's a joke? You know, I mean, and, and this is a common problem that comes up mm -hmm. on, on the internet. You know, I, I kind of joked about it earlier, the whole... I mean, the whole statement of Hitler did nothing wrong. You know, no one actually believes that. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it, well, some people believe that, and that is a whole <laughs> other issue. Uh, those people are dumb, you know. And I'm okay alienating them from our audience. Um, you know, people that do actually think he did nothing wrong. Um, yeah, that's... No one really who is a reasonable human being thinks that Hitler is in the clear. He did some terrible things. We're talking millions and millions of people died. Um, it, it is horrifying. Oh, 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 the thing that happened. And anti-Semitism is a problem. And, you know, I'd say globally is an issue that the globe is struggling through on, you know, the treatment of the Jewish people. Mm -hmm. I, I do think that is an issue. Um, on, on the other end, I do think... A PewDiePie because I did go through the clip and some other stuff. I do think that he's only doing it because of the shock value, like shock of value. of of that statement. Like because it is, it's a very shocking statement. You know, yeah. even that whole thing of Hitler did nothing wrong. It's there for shock. It isn't there because they actually feel that, but they're trying to gain a reaction out of a person. Mm -hmm. Now, is you know, is that okay? And if it is, when does it stop being okay? Because, I, you know, I think in this case, we found that at some point, it definitely stops being okay. Yeah. So, uh, when does it stop being okay? Um, you know, I, I obviously have different morals in the rest of the world, and, um, so I'm not really sure what it is for other people, but for me, mm -hmm. I, oh, it's a hard question. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, oh, this is the struggle that I've had, you know, because I've had very, you know, closer conversation to a few other topics of, of, um, I mean, there, oh, there are a few things I think as an ex example, um, the government should not try and control or mandate. That doesn't mean I think it's okay. You know, in this case, you know, the idea of free speech, um, you know, like by our constitution, from a constitutional perspective, taking faith out of it, which is really bad for a Christian podcast, but we'll go with it for a minute, you know, um, as, as a constitution, uh, I do think your free speech should be protected. Yes. Um, and I think part of the thing people don't understand is that, um, you know, there, there are, you know, because of that, there are thoughts and speech things that you, you are permitted to say and have that are still horrifying. They are morally totally not clear, um, but like you know, by you know, from a constitutional perspective, I do think that you are okay to be racist. Now, please, for the love of God, don't take that one out of context. Racism is horrible, mm -hmm. but. The, the moment that the government turns into the thought p 
police. I think that's tyranny. Um, you, you know, do I think PewDiePie sh should have hired somebody to hold a sign that said death to all the Jews? Uh, no. Uh, personally, I, I think it's in poor taste. Mm -hmm. um, I, I get the thing he's doing, but I think it's in poor taste. Yeah. From a constitutional perspective, which doesn't apply here because he's Swedish, um, I guess they're taking the neutral side with their bank accounts and really nice knives. Um, is he Swedish? Yeah. Swedish. Okay. I, was I don't know if he, he lives in um, the UK. He's Swedish in the uh, uh, UK who did a show in Los Angeles. Yep. <laughs> His passport is way more interesting than mine. Um, <laughs> anyway, and I'm trying to stray too far off because I did just make a really shocking statement and I want to circle back to it. Um, although I think free speech is protected from a moral perspective, uh, I think there are some things you have to take into play. Mm -hmm. um, you know, from a... a a moral perspective, although I can say anything, that doesn't mean I necessarily should. Yeah. So how do we you know, find the balance between those two things? You know, I... Gosh. I would have to say... I don't know. It's a, that's a very, very hard question and it's like six o'clock and I my brain is fried right now so <laughs> <laughs> yeah coffee hasn't kicked in quite yet we're working on it but um I mean you know is PewDiePie a you know anti-semite no I, yeah I, I, I would so. say no I've seen the clip I think he's just someone who stumbled into too much money too quickly um and and doesn't have that check or that filter. Mm -hmm. I mean, all right, to be honest, on this podcast at this point, I could probably say anything because, you know, I know how many people are downloading it, and yeah. no one targets me because we're not there. I would hope to be there. Honestly, I'm not even sure if I want to be there because <laughs> then you're just under fire for every small thing, and they'll... You know, take up that clip I said earlier about it's okay to be racist. It's not okay to be racist. Let's <laughs> clarify that. Um, I'm saying it's constitutionally permitted, but doesn't mean that you should. But yeah. all right, the Christian in this context, though, because this is a Christian podcast, in 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 this type of of world, like, to what point can a Christian be shocking? Or is there a context that a Christian should be shocking and go for shock value? I mean... Um, I don't... I don't think... As Christians, we shouldn't have any shock value if we believe in the same, you know, beliefs. Uh -huh. there, there shouldn't be a shock unless they're actually not a Christian. What um, do you mean? You know, if we... Someone says... Um... Jesus is our Lord mm -hmm. to another Christian. You know, there's not going to be any shock value. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, to someone else that doesn't have the same morals as us, mm -hmm. um, it, it, would, um, it would be... Sorry, I'm not. My brain is fried. Sorry. What was I saying again? For a Christian to have... But anyways, if someone says a Christian to a Christian that Jesus Christ is our Lord, then there's not going to be any shock, shock value. But if a Christian says to someone, I'm gay, let's just say that. Mm 
there is going to be shock value. But then are they really... Okay, this is a tricky, tricky, tricky subject. <laughs> it, is, it, like, it is because there's a lot of different things going on in this. I mean, on the one end, you know, the message of the gospel is absolutely shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's people, look, if a person doesn't have Christ, they're going through everything thinking, I'm okay. Okay, you're not okay. And mm-hmm. if there is no Christ, you will burn in hell. Now, if that isn't shock value, I don't know how else to explain shock value. Like, yeah. that's a shocking statement. There are things, he, you know, even Jesus did that are shocking. I'm sure as he goes into the temple, starts flipping over tables, that they're not like, no, nah, this is Tuesday. You know, like, this, this is <laughs> happening. This goes on about once a week, you know. Um, yeah. it, it was shocking because I do think they needed to be shocked and offended. Um you know, and, and I guess that's part of it is, is from a culture. Are we getting offended at the correct things? I mean, you know, people got offended by PewDiePie because he said this thing as a joke that he didn't honestly think they would do except for the fact that they definitely did it. Mm -hmm. So I, so like I'm, you, you know, and that's kind of the point I'm torn at is because PewDiePie is offended that the thing he did to intentionally be shocking really succeeded in shocking people. I mean, because he set out to shock people. But did he, though? That's the actual... I mean, the thing is, is that he was intending to, you know, like, make make a joke by saying, or, like, make a statement Mm -hmm. of Fiverr People will do anything for five dollars, mm-hmm. and um, I feel like he just chose the most um, let's say like bizarre thing to see if they would actually do it for five dollars mm-hmm. as a joke. Mm-hmm. See, I don't think that he was intending it to um, be shock value. Although there is shock value, I don't know if he is aware. He was trying to push aware. the boundary, though. That's the thing. Like, yes. his whole premise is they will do anything for $5, and let's try and find the, uh, line. And the problem is, he never found the line. Like, he, he pushed. I mean, I, I don't think he went, will you murder someone for $5? And honestly, some of them, I would be super scared that some of them would actually do that. Like, yeah. People will do anything for five dollars. It's terrifying. <laughs> like, like, will you steal a man's home for five dollars? And like, yeah, five bucks and a home. Let's do it. You know, like, um, and I think that's again whole other issue. It's there's a lot going on in here, but the thing he set out to do is to prove that Fiverr has no limits, yes. and he proved himself correct. Yes, and although. He did prove that correct. Uh-huh. I don't think that he was intending there mm-hmm. to be shock value on mm-hmm. himself about mm-hmm. um, him saying death to all Jews. Mm-hmm. He was intending it to be a joke on Fiverr. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Fiverr's strange. I mean, you know, to any corner of the internet, there's this, like, section that's a good section, but then over mm-hmm. time the internet will eventually beat that thing down into some kind of messed up dark humor area because people are anonymous on the internet. I think that is the 
biggest thing against the internet is like anyone can say anything because there's no accountability behind a keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a big thing. And even for Christians, I think that's a big thing. Um, and I've seen it also, you know, through, and I know we started the podcast after this, so we wouldn't have to talk about it, but <laughs> through the election, like same yeah. thing is going on. Person takes the thing out of context. Um, people get offended at it. Then it's like, oh, this person's this, call them a racist or call them this or call them a name. Yeah. And, and they take this thing, they get offended at it, they blow it out of proportion. And then everybody's just throwing poo-poo at each other the whole time because it's like, I'm offended. But I, and, and I think there's a few things going on there. The first is that, you know, the problem of the media is that they are trying to sell a product. You know, they, mm-hmm. they get, you know, ad space. They, I mean, their metric of, of success is, um, you know, are, are companies giving them money? Now, the only way a company is going to give them money is if they have enough people tuning in. So the more people they have tuning in, the more money they get. So instead of, and I think this is this whole thing also behind the whole, you know, oh, fake news, fake news, and now it's just popular to call, you know, everything is fake news now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's because the system breeds conflict. You know, do I think PewDiePie is is an anti-Semite? Absolutely not. Uh, do I think that joke, it was in poor taste? Oh, ab- it was definitely in poor taste. Yeah. Um, you know, you can't call, you know, even as a joke, you can't call for the extermination of a people. I don't, like, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't come to a context that that's okay to do. It's like, no, it's fine in this one. Um, but, you know, I do think people are blowing it out of proportion, you know, also. Mm-hmm. So he's not in, he's not anti-Semitic. He's not, you know, it was in poor taste and people are blowing it out of proportion. And then you get people talking about it. You know, people are going to the Wall Street Journal and reading that article, maybe buying, you know, kind of a subscription to it. They're, you know, they are doing these things. They are doing that because this type of conflict breeds people to come and watch it. People enjoy, like, it's a car mm-hmm. crash. I mean, have you ever driven by a car crash and, like, you know, slowed down because yeah. you want to yeah. know? Everyone slows down. Yeah. And then once you get past the car crash, mm-hmm. it's just normal. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, up until that car crash, it's complaining, like, oh, no, why is traffic so terrible? But you're by that car crash and you're like, I hope everyone's okay. I'm going to stop and slow down and stare <laughs> at them to like 10 miles an hour. And I'm like, it's the freeway. Can you speed up, please? I have to get to work, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, I think that's part of the thing that as Christians, we are called to stand against, um, you know, in Philippians four, eight, it says, you know, finally brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, from the, uh, and, and I found a new you know, adjective to describe the 2016 election that I think sums it up great. The dumpster fire that was the 2016 election. Mm-hmm. Someone said that, and I wish I knew who to give credit to, but I think we've all, I think many people said dumpster fire. But from that, <laughs> um, you know, you know, I've seen people, both Christians and non-Christians, who are just 
really trying to focus on the negative. Um, yeah. It's like, oh, they did this. They did the thing. They didn't salute. Like, even to Obama, they did the thing. He didn't salute the proper thing. And, yeah, that's bad. But, like, there has to be another thing to put our attention on. Because if I think about angry things, I tend to get angrier. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Man, has that ever happened to a, uh, you, that sort of thing that you, like, you're doing okay and then something just kind of, you know, irks and then you, you know, build it? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think it happens to everyone, honestly. Mm-hmm. You know, but, I, yeah. you know, all right. I mean, there's a time I had a, a bad dream that my brother had actually done something to me. Um, you know, just something, you know, mean, it was small or like he kind of talked bad about me in a dream. Mm-hmm. He didn't actually do this. Like, this is not a thing that occurred. And so I, you know, I kind of got up, brother drove me to school that day. I was still in high school. He, it drove me to school and I just like, I wasn't talking to him. I was like, oh. <laughs> you know, by by the end of high school, or man, by the end of school that day, I had been in such a like I just chewed on it over and over. Like you, you, he, I know he, it was a fake dream, but he would definitely do that. I was so <laughs> angry at him by the end of the day, and then as he's picking me up to like go home, he actually did like something really nice for me, and my brain couldn't compute like what was going on. Like, hey, Danny, I got you something for this. I'm like, yeah, well, you, you're mean. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got you a gift. I don't understand how this is mean. Shut up, you know what you did. You know, like that kind of thing. You, If you spend time on it, you just, uh, you know, yeah. the whole thing. And so, um, you know, like, this isn't to say that everything is fine, but to be cautious of the thing that you, you know, focus in on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, and I think the other part is, is as far as being shocking is, um, you know, as a Christian, you can say anything. Um, that doesn't mean that you should. Yeah. Uh, in, in, um, I hope I'm getting this correct. I think it's first Corinthians 10. I'm going to look that up because that doesn't feel right for some reason. First Corinthians 10, 23 through 24. It says, I have the right to do anything you say, um, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but not everything is constructive. No one should seek their own good, but the good of others. And so I think part mm-hmm. of that um, that I've, I've kind of enjoyed is, uh, is is that, I mean, just because I can do a thing doesn't mean I should do a thing. Yeah. Um, like, you know, PewDiePie can definitely drop $5 on a racist sign. Mm-hmm. He's, he's well in his rights and ability. Yeah. But I think there's a bigger issue there of, you know, just because a person can doesn't mean they should. Yeah. Could have made another gaming video. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go back to brutally murdering people in Happy Wheels. <laughs> Happy Wheels, man, I can't. Played that game one time. I wasn't even good at it, and I don't get it. But yeah, <laughs> yeah it's very um tricky mm-hmm. to play. I'm not gonna lie. So then, I... like as 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 far as Christians though, how do we choose to? have our speech be glorifying to God and why is that so hard I mean I think it's just I mean obviously because of sin nature we 
And Satan, you know, he tries to lead us into things to draw us away from God. Mm-hmm. But it's, we really just, we need to focus in on, like what you said, although we can say some things, we just shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And, you know, stick to, um, you know, what's right to say and don't say, you know, mean things about people or gossip or, mm-hmm. you know, everything like that. Just stick to what mm-hmm. we were, that what God's plan for sure. Christians is. So it's like, it, you know, I know personally I'm, I'm challenged by this because, um, I, I do enjoy saying the shocking thing to get people's attention is, I mean, is that a thing that you go through? Um, I'm not sure, uh, on shock value. I mean, I do say things I probably shouldn't, but I don't know, shocking things. I, I, I definitely... Worse than it does. Yeah. <laughs> worse, <laughs> I say things I shouldn't, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... We're about to lose our clean tag on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me all the words you said today that you shouldn't. Um, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> It'd be funny, though. We'll edit that out. No, um, no there's no editing in this. <laughs> As I've made abundantly clear, abundantly clear, we're not going to edit. All right, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I forgot what I was saying. Um, yeah. I've, I've, um, I mean, you know, because of the speech impediment, I've learned the importance of words and how painful they can be. I mean, you know, I've had stuff thrown at me that, you know, I know people only said for shock value or because I was the easy target. You know, it's easy to pick on the 12-year-old who stutters. Um, Mm -hmm. but, like, and at this point, you know, I'll just be straight up honest. I enjoy a good speech impediment joke if it's well thought out and isn't just like, ooh, Porky Pig. Come on, man. We've been hearing Porky Pig since mid-90s. Um, you know, like, come on. Give me something new. Give me something good. Give me yeah. something that you've thought through. You know, that kind of humor I actually do enjoy. Even if it's aimed at uh, me, I do it. Like, I think it's funny. And if it's done in a good spirit and I know you, I mean, if you're a stranger, don't come up to me like, hey, you stutter. You know, like, I know. Like, yeah. <laughs> I already know. Pointing it out isn't funny, but um, I'd say probably the, the the biggest you know turn that I or time that I learned to 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 be careful of the jokes I make and the words I say. And um, I don't know if they listen to this podcast, but we're gonna tell a story about a person. It was as a youth pastor. I don't know if I've even told you this. This is an absolute true story. Um, I made a joke to a person. And I had said, like, I just came up to him and said, like, hey, man, you know, I, you know, I just heard through some other person, uh, you know, about the stuff that's been going on. And I'm, you know, I'm just kind of disappointed. And I think it would be, you know, probably good to just kind of get that off, you know, off your chest now. All right. Except here's the deal. I was just messing with him. I had nothing. I had no idea. I <laughs> like, you know, and I had done this joke a couple of times and, and people stopped and went, you don't know anything, do you? I'm like, I know nothing. Good job. Okay, this kid, apparently, you know, the timing on this was just bad because straight up this kid just starts crying in front of me. And I've never felt so bad as I did right then. It's like, and also, I had nothing. I have no idea. I don't know how to counsel him. I don't know how to 
walk him through it. So he's like, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I feel so bad. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I've done a thing, and it's not a good thing. And so, and so I'm having to walk this kid through a situation blindly and try and get the details out and piece it together. I really hope he's not listening. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> he will call me and be like, dude, seriously? Like, not a thing. So, so I'm, I'm asking him questions. It's like, um, so, you know, tell me about how it happened. I don't know. Like, like <laughs> yeah. some decent, was it a Tuesday? Was it a Wednesday? What was happening? <laughs> And he's just like, I just don't even want to talk about it. I'm like, no, I think it's important that you tell me the details. I would say even broad strokes at this point that you get that off your chest. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'll never do it again. I'm like, well, what will you not do again? Like, I'm trying to feed it out of him. And I end up praying for him at the end of this. And it's this, like, generic prayer. Like, oh, Lord, you know our thoughts before we have them. And in my mind, it's because it's like, I'm glad you know his thoughts. Because I got nothing for that. Like, I have no idea. And he thanked me afterwards. Thank you for praying for me. And I, you never feel so bad as when God takes this stupid thing you're doing and uses it for good and just like shoves your face in it a bit you know it's <laughs> yeah. like you know you shouldn't have done that you know that was out of the line just for shock value and stupid um but i can even take that garbage and use it for my good and you never feel as bad as you do right there. yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah no this kid straight up cried and I've, i uh felt like the worst person on the planet why don't you tell me what you did, Johnny? <laughs> you already know. Yep, that is correct. I do definitely know this thing. Crickets. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty funny. So. So free speech as a Christian. Why is it important to watch our speech towards other people? Um. I would have to say to, honestly, speech can do a lot of things to people. Mm -hmm. It can hurt them, it can break relationships, yeah. um, um, it can do lots of negative things, but there are a lot of bonuses to it also. Mm -hmm. um, a lot more than negative things, honestly. Uh, but. You know, I think that it's very important to, you know, not do the negative things, obviously, especially if you're in a high place in the church. Mm -hmm. um, you know, people like to uh, attack yeah. Christians. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's a thing that, you know, the secular world often does, mm -hmm. I think. And so, as, as the unfair? church, is it unfair? I, I mean, because, like, you know, I go back and forth on that all the time. I, you know, is it unfair to hold Christians to a higher standard? Um, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, I, I'm not sure. I'm yeah. not sure, honestly. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, I think we should be held to a higher standard, absolutely, yeah. because, you know, our, our message is that I've been changed by Christ. Okay, mm -hmm. if I but if I appear the same as everyone else, then can I really say I've been changed by Christ? You know, well, I mean that kind of a thing. Can I actually yeah. do that? Um, at the same time, we're all figuring this out together. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's important also to you know, give each other grace in the process. Yeah. Um, I mean, Shia uh, 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 LaBeouf, you know, gave his heart to Christ, gave an interview about it and just started dropping the F-bomb. Um, it was like, oh, it was the best flipping uh, moment of my, you know, I, I mean, the actual F-bomb, I'm just not going to say it on this podcast. <laughs> because again, we like our clean tag. Um, I mean, he started talking about that and, and, and people's like, well, as a Christian, I don't think he should say that. And like, totally correct. He should not. But since yeah. he's been a Christian for 18 hours, I would say maybe give him a little bit of a break. You know, and I'm, you know, I was talking to Christians in this, like, as a Christian, he shouldn't say that. I'm like, he just walked in the door. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, give him a moment. Don't scare him off as he just comes in, so. Yeah, I've talked to pastors um, from, you know, one of my cousin's churches, and, you know, he said when, when he first gave his life to Christ mm-hmm. before he was, that was all he knew was, you know, the bad language. And so mm-hmm. he said he almost <laughs> didn't know how to talk when he became a Christian. And he was trying to, you know, stop that yeah, habit. It's super hard to, like, yeah. stop that. Like, that habit in particular is hard to stop. Yeah. And, you know, coming to faith, I mean, it's, there's this odd expectation. Like, do I start speaking in King James now? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how art thou this morning? Praise the Lord, PTL. <laughs> Please don't ever say PTL. I don't know why PTL bugs me. Or like hashtag PTL. Hey, how are you? Blessed and highly favored. Some days I just stare at people and say like, I'm having a garbage day. Yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, that's not what Christians say. I'm like, no, no, no. Today has been garbage, but Jesus is still great. I like. I actually said it to a few people the other day. It's like, this has been a terrible week, but Jesus is still on the throne, and I got people who love me. So, you know, it's been a bad week, but perspective, you know, like mm-hmm. like that kind of a thing. But, you know, I can see how coming in that you think there's this language that you have to adopt. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and part of it is learning to not be as offensive, you know, like mm-hmm. necessarily. Um, it's a complete, like, mindset change to, like, everything. Sure. So, is there a time that you think it's okay for the Christian to be offensive? To be offensive? Yeah. What is your definition of, definition of offensive? What's my definition of offensive? <laughs> um, I'm going to pull some I mean, logic. To, to say a thing that a person is offended by, like yeah, I can't define it with itself. Um, if a thing is, you know, is offensive, it's a thing that another person interprets as against them to an extent. Okay, so is it appropriate for Christians to be offensed, mm-hmm. like to be offended, or to be offensive? To be offensive. Oh, um, I we, think that we, we need to yeah, defend we'll ourselves. Next time, we'll talk about being offended. <laughs> we all just need to chill out and go back to posting cat pictures and food pictures on the internet. I miss my cat and food pictures. I just get posts from CNN and Fox News all the time, and I want cats again. Yeah. Oh, I didn't give the political update. I'll do that now. Uh, CNN did a thing. Fox News hated that CNN did a thing. Everyone posted about it angrily on the internet. The world became a darker place. This will be a running joke for four years, I feel like. Unless yeah. we all figured it out. Okay, it sorry. happens all the time. Um, when is it? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm gonna literally keep this up. Hey, guess what happened today? CNN did a thing. Fox hated that thing. Um, when is it okay for Christian to be offensive? I don't think it's ever okay. And if we are offensive, I feel like we, we have to defend ourselves. Uh -huh. But for us to be offensive, it's usually that people, we don't have the same beliefs and you know, people just take that mm -hmm. as being offended sure. and saying that we're offensive, being offensive. Sure. But I don't think we are offensive or need to be offensive. I think that we need to defend well, ourselves, but sometimes it comes across as being offensive. Well, you know, I think partially, if, if the flesh I have craves a bunch of sin, and it totally does, by the way. I, I was talking to you, you earlier, you know, about this. I've never been tempted to do stuff uh, uh, more than during the time I've committed to give them up. Mm -hmm. Like, I could, I've, I've never done drugs, but I imagine that, that, you know, that if I said next week I'm going to focus on being drug-free, even though I'm already drug-free, I would be approached by a drug dealer, like almost, <laughs> like, like definitely speaking. It's like, hey, I'm committing to do this. Okay, well, let's amp up the temptation. You know, yeah. Um, you know, so 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 the flesh does crave that, and I think part of the gospel is offensive um, because it just offends the flesh to say the thing that you crave is bad. Um, I think. As, as a Christian, there's a time to be offensive. I've heard stories of people sharing the gospel that, you know, they've gotten in cabs and said, hey, if you died today, are you, you going to go to hell? Now, that's abrasive and offensive. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think it's necessarily bad. Sure, it's offensive, absolutely, to just kind of, you know, poor cab driver's just trying to, like, <laughs> like man, it's 3 a.m., <laughs> yeah. don't do this, my dude. Like, is that a threat? <laughs> is that a threat? It's New York, 3 a.m., what are you doing? <laughs> no, no, if you died right now, <laughs> you want to go? <laughs> yeah. Step outside, let's do this. Uh, Catch me outside. Like, <laughs> oh, pass me outside. How about that now? Uh, I think we're... Let's just move on. Let's yeah. just move on. <laughs> Tune in next week for our Dr. Phil episode, which is where I actually think this is going. Um, but, you know, you know, I think it comes down to purpose. If, mm -hmm. if the heart behind a thing is to be, you know, kind of offensive in a sense to share the gospel, I say go for it. If the heart is to be offensive, to be offensive. Yeah. You know, the end goal is offensive. I mean, um, you know, I know I've talked about this a couple of times. The difference between Saving Private Ryan as a movie and Kill Bill, well, as far as violence goes, they're pretty on par as far as being offensive. Uh, but the nature of Kill Bill, I, I'd say, is to be offensive. And Saving Private Ryan is a more to talk about the effects of war and how painful that is. Mm -hmm. um, I I w uh, would encourage people over the age of 17, clearly, um, if that's a thing that you're into. I'm not even trying to promote it. I'm just <laughs> saying I'm not going to say, hey, go watch Kill Bill. It's a great cinematic feature. Um, I, I could say that about Saving Private Ryan. It is offensive, but it's got a better kind of... It's, Message? Yeah, it's got a better motive behind it. Yeah. So. Well... <laughs> I think we've uh, sufficiently added our voice to the 
cloud of people talking about PewDiePie. Yeah. I think most of them are doing it because they put PewDiePie in their uh, YouTube title. It actually gives them a boost. So (laughs) (laughs) it does. We're leeching off PewDiePie's viewers. So, all right, Caleb, uh, God doing anything. Let's go ahead and land this plane, bring it to a close. Anything God been speaking to you over the past uh, few weeks? Uh, yes. Um, I have something from, uh, my, this was a sermon from my youth pastor that really spoke out to me, and, um... You do, let's name drop the youth pastor. Evan Pritchett. He's Evan awesome. Pritchett. Hi, 1122. <laughs> Church of 1122, hello, how are you? He's not on the line, I just wanted to say hi, he's actually <laughs> tunes in. You should tell him that you gave him a shout out. Yeah. 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 Come on, Evan. <laughs> Evan. I don't have a message. I've never met you, but I'm sure you're cool. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. I super interrupted. My bad. Okay, so he, he spoke on how... Oh, yeah, there it is. Um, On Acts 27 through 28-ish. <laughs> it, it goes partly into the old um, chapter. <laughs> yeah. 28-ish. It sort, of, it sort of melts into um 28. It's the very beginning paragraph. <laughs> It's somewhere in there. So, so Acts um, twenty-seven through twenty-eight-ish is <laughs> talking about, um, you know, Paul and his struggles as he is a new Christian and God has sent him to Rome. But on his travels there, it's just all going to crap, and you know he's he's trying to you know. So let's just walk through what happened to him. So he's he's on this ship, and they are they just they get caught in a storm, and he's cold and wet, and he just wants to be warm, um, you know. And they're stuck out in sea for I think it said two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now I would be questioning. Is this like? Am I actually supposed to go to Rome? Is this a sign? But anyway, so I'm on a boat in more than two hours, I get edgy. <laughs> so yeah, I think so. They get in a shipwreck, and you know they're all the boat just falls apart, and they they finally they get to swim to this island, you know, and you know they're cold and they're wet still, and they start a fire, and there's like natives there. I think I'm this probably is wrong, but th- well, I know there's natives there. Um, and so he's standing there and he's like, oh, finally, warm fire. And so he's, you know, he's trying to warm up and a viper strikes him on his arm, you know, so he's just going through all these tough things as a new Christian. He thought that God was sending him to Rome, which he did, but then, you know, you got to realize that, um, you know, he's, he's sitting there and um, he's sitting there, and the natives see him get um, bitten by this like this poisonous snake, and yeah. they're like thinking, "Oh, he's gonna drop dead any second now," and and then he doesn't, and then they're like worshiping him as a god. Well, not worshiping him; they just think of him as a god after that. But anyway, that's besides the point. Okay, but don't they? Um, 
you know, sorry to cut in. Yeah, they, I mean, they start off and think that it's, 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 it's like the universe is trying to kill him, but you yeah. know, death isn't finding him, and and justice is trying to you know sort itself out. I think that's funny. So I, I, <laughs> yeah. I did pull it out because I haven't gotten the story in a while, though, and then, and I'm so sorry for cutting off. No, you're um, fine. Twenty-eight four. It says when the islanders saw the snakes hanging from his hand, they said to each other. This man must be a murderer, for although he escaped the sea, the goddess Justice has not allowed him to live. Um, and this, this is, <laughs> sorry, there's parts of it I just think are funny, because Paul's like, no, the goddess Justice isn't a thing. Verse 5 says, Paul shook the snake off into the fire and suffered no ill effects. And I imagine uh, verse 5, part 2, is he stared at the natives and said, come get it. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's up now? <laughs> sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, that's it's a very comedic almost like mm-hmm. <laughs> verse. Yeah. But Oh yeah, and then they decided he was a god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, these natives are going cuckoo forever. Oh man. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm having fun with this one. Huh. <laughs> yeah. But you know, you but then Paul, you know, he finally um you know, after going through all this suffering he realizes that, you know, God controls his circumstances. And, um, you know, if we understand that God controls our circumstances, then we can have peace in our suffering. And that's something that a lot of, you know, new Christians, or even, you know, Christians in general, don't get is like, oh, I'm a Christian, everything is going to go my way now. <laughs> I've got on my side. I have, not I have a plan. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have God's plan, and I'm going to do that plan. But, you know, everything keeps on getting in the way. But what we need to realize is that um, God controls our circumstances, and if we just realize that, we can know that in our suffering that um, we can we can have peace in that. Mm. And it's that's good. That's what I wanted to share. Is that yeah? It's pretty amazing that we we can have peace in our suffering, and that even as Christians, we will still have suffering. That's something that we also mm-hmm. need to know. But yeah, that's all I have to say. That's good. So, Danny, what's been God teaching you this week? Okay, so um, you know, the, a big thing God's been uh, teaching me is that sometimes I'll. You know, like, I enjoy the deep talks, the long talks, the stuff that gets into deep theology, you know, that kind of stuff. And sometimes the obvious stuff goes right over my head in a really embarrassing way. <laughs> um, so, I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to trim down, you know, I'm counting calories now. Counting calories is an awful thing. I hate doing it, but it's helping me to take care of, of God's temple, you know, take care uh-huh. of God's temple. I'm, I'm exercising, I'm logging all this, trying to eat healthy, do all this, and... For a good amount of time, it just wasn't doing anything. You know, I, I would do all the correct stuff, maybe a little bit high on the portion control, so I brought that down, but I wasn't dropping pounds, and I was trying to do that. And it occurred to me the other day, it's like, okay, I'm trying to take care of the body God's given me mm-hmm. and, um, you know, get healthy, that kind of stuff, get healthier. And at no point in this did I um, actually ask God for help. And I... Like, duh, you know, so I've, I've been yeah. trying to look, you know, prior to every exercise, just, I mean, say a quick prayer, um, instead of, 
you know, praying in the the middle of it, please God, let this end. Um, you know, like pray pray beforehand, God, you know, give me the strength to be able to take care of the temple, that kind of thing. And then um, in Jeremiah thirty two twenty seven, it says that that I am the Lord, the God of all mankind. Is anything too hard for me? And mm-hmm. I like I I was kind of thinking about that. And, like, I do think it's easier to trust God on the big things because they're the big things. You know, there's these big grandiose things of, of, of uh, you know, God's going to take control of my finances and this, this. He's going to strengthen up and he's going to give me a million dollars. God doesn't necessarily do that, by the way, in case you were wondering. Um, but, like, these big things, God's going to, you know, give me me the strength to give me a job, give me a house, take care of the kids, you know, like that kind of stuff. Um, but then the small stuff, I think a lot of time goes under cover almost of, of, oh, I forgot to ask for, you know, blank. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been trying to focus on, on giving God the small things because even the small things aren't too hard for God. Mm-hmm. The, the big things I know aren't because they're big enough that I have to trust God in them. But the small stuff, I think I need to be, you know, giving to God also, because even those aren't too hard for God. They're the small things. Yeah. Those are things he can definitely oh, kick butt in every time because they're the small things. And so I've been trying to trust God in the small things, pray before an exercise, and all that fun stuff there. So that's the way God's been speaking to uh, me. I've also been going through Job still. Yeah. Um, Job's friends are jerks. <laughs> Not as bad as his wife who said <laughs> who said like uh oh, you should just curse god and die i'm like man that's your wife like you need a that's crazy uh, so <laughs> anyway so that's how god's been speaking to me so yeah that's good yeah i like that well i think that's going to do it for us today yeah uh thank you everyone for tuning in please uh please share this with your friends because uh we don't do any advertising so we're gonna make you do it for us that's not what i meant to say is there a better way to say that um share us yeah just share with your friends uh it would help out a lot itunes and give us a five star that'd be great too review do that um if you are interested in going to itunes and and putting a comment down on there of just a long story of how we changed your life (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that would honestly i think those would be funny um i mean if you know as far as stories go wow after all this conversation i just encourage people to go say something offensive on the internet it's like i wasn't paying attention uh so yeah uh, check us out on itunes i think we're on most places that people can get podcasts so that's fun except for windows because windows i thought we were on there are we not no i thought that you didn't i will be working on that uh figuring out how to do that so it'll get there don't worry be patient we're all new to this podcasting thing. Yes. Um, also, be sure and check out the page at thegospeloutpost.com. Subscribe to the blog. Comment on the blog. Share the blog. Share anything on there. <laughs> poke through the uh, webpage. Point out spelling errors. It's kind of fun. Um, I don't think there's many. But, you yeah. know, sometimes I post at, like, 2 a.m. So <laughs> um, and, yeah, I think that'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Caleb. I'm Danny. And we, we are, are Nobody Special. special. We did yeah. it! We High did five! It. High five! Go up! <laughs>
Well, Post presents Nobody Special. Music, music. I honestly don't remember what it sounds like. This is really bad. <laughs> I just imagine a Seinfeld thing. <laughs> okay, we're wasting time. Okay, got it. <laughs>